Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby. We are now joined in studio by Chris Hecox with the GPAC, the Gouge Performing Arts Center. Man, you guys just uh, announced some awesome news earlier this week. Absolutely. We just announced that we are reopening with live in-person performances this month. How long have you been waiting to make that uh, announcement? Quite a long time. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So so tell us, uh, tell us about some of these performances that are coming up. Yeah, so what we've been able to do is to take some of the original shows on our inaugural season, which was in 2019-2020, and one show from the 2021 season that we announced and bring package them together for five performances um, in April, May, and June. Okay. Fantastic. Do you want to run through what those yeah, are? Yeah, we can. So on the 18th, we have Zakir Hussein and Masters of Percussion. Zakir is the uh, epitome of uh, percussion, uh, world music, um, has played with everybody from the Rolling Stones to Earth, Wind & Fire to uh, Grateful Dead. He's bringing an all-percussion ensemble uh, here on the 18th. And we have Wynton Marsalis, which is probably one of the biggest names in in the performing arts uh, here for three days. Um, they were going to do one show in the theater, but we've been able to have them do two, so we can split them up outside. And does it? We're going to do a kid show with him and stream it into the schools and a bunch of other things while he's here. Uh, then we have the Dover Quartet with Bridget Kibbe, and we have the Count Basie Orchestra bringing their full orchestra down here, and then Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center from New York in June. I'm, I imagine a full orchestra in that space sounds incredible. Oh, it's going to be great, and we have great sound system that we get to put up and 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 for everybody to enjoy outside and then also is uh one of the things that we're doing that we learned from the original one of the original shows that we did out there with jason isbell is we'll have uh led screens out there for some of the individuals that want to sit a little bit further back in the pods uh you'll be able to see everything and hear everything great sure sure so I think we can all agree the I mean you you're working in the industry that got hit by COVID the hardest you know yep. and and uh, I don't think that's a, a hot take by any means. No, you guys are still kind of scratched and clawed and you know still provided entertainment to folks. I mean what what has the last year been like for you? Yeah, I mean it's been a lot of different things. I mean we we've produced we've self produced uh, performances for our faculty and for our students on campus. Uh, we've been a video and audio recording studio for colleges uh, around campus. Uh, for those of you that may not know this also, you know the basketball hype video this year that was done? Yeah. We, yeah. That was on our stage. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is cool. So, I mean, we were a film studio for athletics, too. Sure. I mean, we've done everything um, while still continuing our mission of doing per performances. And then while this was all going on, while we had people in our building doing things, streaming things, we were also working on this this plan to be able to reopen and do shows outdoors. And one of the things I want to say about that, we are reopening with these five shows, um, but in coming weeks and coming months, there'll be announcements about new shows outdoors. Sure. There'll be announcements about what the fall season in 2021 is going to look like, what the spring season 2022 is going to look like. So uh, make sure you are always, uh, you know, looking at our website, goosecenter.auburn.edu, Facebook, Instagram, for more information. It, it's kind of interesting because when you came on this show to talk about, you know, how great the GPAC's facilities are going to be, you know, you kept highlighting this outside amphitheater just for, you know, weather purposes and space. Had no idea it would be uh, useful for getting uh, getting back into this uh, post a, a global pandemic. Exactly. And, you know, that's the... I don't want to say it's the funny thing, it's the ironic thing, because you see our colleagues across the country that are building stages outdoors in their parking lots. Mm -hmm. I mean, and 
we're fortunate that we actually have a stage out there that we can do this in. Boy, and, that worked out. Yeah, Red yeah. Rocks. I mean, I was saying earlier too. You know, Red Rocks made the announcement that they're reopening the same day that we did. Um, so outdoor theaters are the th first theaters at this kind of a capacity that are going to open first, and we're just really fortunate to be able to have it in Auburn to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are joined by Chris Hecox with the GPAC. We continue our conversation next right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay joined by Chris Hecox with the GPAC. Of course, that is the Gouge Performing Arts Center. And you guys, huge announcement earlier this week that you guys have some performances coming. They're all sold out. I, I imagine that was, uh, those are all going to be hot tickets because so, people are so excited to, to see uh, what, what you guys are going to bring into town again. But give us a little peek uh, behind the curtain, if you would, as far as, you know, interacting with artists and, and, and shows and people that schedule them. What has that been like? I mean, are people eager to get back? Are they still kind of nervous and skittish about, you know, what's going on? What does that look like? It depends on kind of the scale of the show. You know, it's, uh, you know, larger groups like a Broadway tour. It's just a bigger, it's just more difficult to move around. Yeah. There's more moving pieces. So it's just much more planning in, in regards to those types of things. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's been artists are waiting to get vaccinated so that they can get back on the road. Um, but they're ready to work. You know, these, you know, as it said at the beginning of the pandemic, we were the performing arts were the first industry to shut down and the last one to reopen. And so um, a lot of these people have, haven't been working in a long time. And it's not just the artists, the agents. If the artists aren't working, the agents aren't making money, the managers are making money. So it's the whole ecosystem. So, um, so yeah, everybody's really getting ready, is ready to get back to work, but being ready to get back to work safely. That's the most important thing. Sure, absolutely. H have you talked with other folks throughout the business that are doing things inside just with super limited audience? I mean, what yeah. what are you hearing that people are doing in, in that regard? Um, you know, and it depends state by state. Sure. Yeah. So, right. um, but what I will say, when states are reopening, like Texas and Florida, um, you know, those theaters that are doing indoor things are still taking a lot of precautions. It's not like they're going to full capacity. Mm -hmm. um, it might be 25% capacity, 50% capacity. Um, but yeah, shows are starting to happen. There was actually a live, I think the first live show at um, the new theater that opened the same time we did at Oklahoma State with uh, a great group out of the Pacific Northwest called Pink Martini last night. Okay. Uh, Florida is probably, Florida and Texas, I would say, are kind of leading the way on what uh, what's happening in theaters. And what that does for us is it helps us learn what, what works and what doesn't work. And um, and the other, the other states and the other industries can kind of pick it up from there. Sure, absolutely. I mean, is there is there kind of a timeline for when you guys may consider doing something inside, or is there still is it just kind of wait and see how the, you know these first few go? Um, I think we have a plan. I don't think we're specifically ready to talk about that yet. I would sure. think that um, I, I'd say from an industry standpoint, um, I think the industry is looking at a fall uh, return into into theaters, kind of worldwide. Um, we we also take our um, step from Broadway, so there's a lot of conversation about Broadway uh, reopening with limited capacity in September. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to see in the in the U.S. Um, if everything goes well with uh, numbers and, and and vaccines and all that sort of thing, that we'll start seeing um, large scale in indoor um, sure. performances in September. Do you think that'll start with just having more shows, more more offerings, so you can have more people kind of going in and out? Yeah, and I think, you know, what it, it was really stated to me pretty well by one of the big agencies that, you know, we're not just, we're in a huge, huge, not recession, but depression right now because there's, no there's no inventory. Mm -hmm. And so once we start reopening, 
the inventory is going to be so much that for the next two to three years, it's just going to people are going to be inundated with so much product across the whole U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that could be. I mean that's it, gonna be a great, it's a great thing. thing. Yeah. I mean for those that want to go out and see things, absolutely, it's gonna be a wonderful thing. And it's not just with us. I mean it's with everything indoors, like athletics and 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 monster truck shows, whatever. I sure. Mean, it's just gonna be crazy. No, and, that, and that's great for you. I mean you could have put. I mean obviously the, the lineup that you guys put together is incredible, but like it almost like you could put anything on there, and people would be like, <laughs> yes, give it to me. Yeah, you, no, you know, absolutely, completely. We're joined this morning by Chris Hecox. With the G Pack, so uh, let's go a little more in detail just for those uh, joining us about some of the folks coming uh, to some of these shows that'll be outside. Yeah, so um, we'll be starting live performances, uh, touring performances on April 18th with Zakir Hussein and Masters of Percussion. Uh, Jazz at Lincoln Center, Septet with Wynton Marsalis will be here for three days, doing two performances on the 21st and 22nd of April. Uh, Dover Quartet with Bridget Kibbe on Friday, May 7th. Uh, Count Basie Orchestra with Scotty Barnhart on Thursday, May 13th. And then finally, uh, Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center on June the 7th. Are these folks that have been to Auburn before to, to perform at any point? Or are these all uh, are a, these going to be all Auburn newbies? That's a really good question. I think that... Put you on the spot, my bad. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're all newbies. Winton's probably been here before with the Opelika series okay. probably years and years ago. Um, everybody else, I think it's new except for with the Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center. There's a violinist by the name of Kristen Lee, um, who's in that group who actually grew up here in Auburn. That's cool. Um, and she's gone on to do wonderful things as a, a, a great uh, violin soloist. And um, and so she's going to be coming back to Auburn. Her dad was a professor of engineering years ago. That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Auburn folks love Auburn folks. Love Auburn, absolutely. <laughs> so that's great. Yep. That's great. You mentioned all the things that you guys did at the G Pack over the course of last year: recording studios, video production, all that, all that good stuff. You guys did a lot of live concerts that you streamed mm -hmm. um, um, for folks. What was the what was the general re reception of that? I mean, people loved it. I think the 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 good reception that we got is people wanted to see stream stuff from our stage. Yeah. Because you know, like seeing things stream from across the country probably wasn't as exciting, um, but people really dug it. That was really fun. Is when we had artists like a John Paul White, who was you know amazing, four time Grammy Award winner. Um, we had people streaming from like all over the world. Yeah. So that's the cool thing. I mean, we really brought attention to the, the town, the university, the center um, through an amazing Alabama artist. Um, I mean, we had people from Australia, from Indonesia. It was crazy. That's great. But it's because of him. I mean, you know, he just has this huge following. And um, I think that was really probably the cool one of the coolest things about doing it is just seeing all these people from all over the world checking us out. Sure. Is that something you could see offering every now and then post, oh, post COVID? Yeah, I think that what we've what we've learned is that, and this is an industry thing. We've learned that hybridity is going to be something that we see happen into the future. So when we start presenting shows indoors and in the future, I think we'll we'll start seeing you know options for streaming. If not, you know, live streaming with the performance, but, you know, maybe recording it and having it as an option for other things. But it's definitely here to stay. Sure. That's awesome. We're joined this morning by Chris Hecox with the GPAC, and we will continue our conversation next. Final segment of the week. Zach Blackerby and Lindsey Crosby here with you. We are joined by Chris Hecox with the GPAC, the Gouge Performing Arts Center 
Uh, Chris, if you would, a huge announcement earlier this week, and you've mentioned it a few times, but for those just joining us this morning, uh, if you want to run through one more time what folks can expect at the amphitheater at the GPAC, which we were kind of joking, uh, some people have uh, asked where it is. It's, it's, it's on site. It's on campus at the GPAC. It's part of uh, the awesome facilities there. But, yeah, who all who all's coming to town? Yeah, so we're reopening um, with a Spring 21 series outdoors at the amphitheater at the City of Auburn Lawn and Porch with uh, Zafir Hussein and Masters Percussion on Sunday, April 12th. Uh, Jazz at Lincoln Center, Septet with Wynton Marsalis on the 21st and 22nd of April. Uh, Dover Quartet with Bridget Kibbe on May 7th. Count Basie Orchestra with Scotty Barnhart on trumpet on May 13th. And then closing the spring uh, out with Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center from New York. Uh, yes, it is outdoors on the amphitheater. We will have physically distanced 10 by 10 pods that will have folding chairs in them. Okay. Um, and uh, just going to hope for really good weather for five shows <laughs> yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed, fingers crossed. all right so uh, so you'll you'll sit in pods and you, and you won't be able to leave your pod Correct. essentially yeah yeah if you need to use the restroom obviously but it's one of those situations these kind of concerts are happening all over the u.s this isn't anything sure. that's not that's not happening other places um keep people in their households uh in those pods right and um we will have concessions you'll order it ahead of time um and, uh, you know, I think it's about 72 hours before the show. Um, and if someone has a ticket to one of these shows that they purchased or can't remember, <laughs> just call our box office. It's very easy, 844-TIXS-TICKS, um, and talk to one of our great box office staff members. You can also, if you remember to log in, if you remember your login, uh, you can log into your ticket. It's been ticket. a year. I, it's been a year. It. You can log into your ticket um, um, site through uh, tickets.auburn.edu and uh, and the tickets that uh, for these shows will already be there if you've already Got purchased it. them. Yeah. Okay. So cool. they will be digital tickets. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the box office folks would be happy to take your call Absolutely. after this long time. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, other shows that were you know postponed or, or, or canceled during all of this, you know, when, when COVID hit and you guys had to make that call. What um, I assume conversations still are picking up between you know a, a lot of them or some of them or most of them. Yeah, all of them, like? all yeah. of them. Yeah. So it's a it's a daily conversation with agents and managers. Um, in May, we'll do an announcement about what our fall season will look like. Okay. And in October, we'll be um, making an announcement what our spring season for 2022 looks like. But throughout that whole time. Um, we'll be making announcements about new shows outdoors, new shows indoors when we're ready to do that, um, and adding stuff um, uh, as uh, it comes available. So if somebody was really pumped for a specific show in town that was scheduled and is not, mm -hmm. hope is not lost on uh, the front. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, we're rescheduling everything. And for some reason, if, if something gets canceled, um, like if an artist is not able to make it, we will always find a replacement for that show if it's something that's on our subscription series. Okay, awesome, fantastic. Where can folks go to find more information about everything you guys are doing? Goosecenter.auburn.edu is our website. If you want specific information about um, the performances on the Spring 21 season, it's uh, there's a link that says Spring 20, 2021 on our website. All the FAQs are there also. Um, so if you have any questions about concessions or parking or tickets or anything, all that information is there on the website in that section. 
Um, you can also go to our Facebook page or Instagram page. We're always updating there. But one of the easiest things you can do is to call the box office. Sure. 844-TIXS is the number. Um, we will have the box offices open, you know, for calls uh, Monday through Friday. And in person, um, starting next week, Tuesday through Friday from 1 to 4 p.m. So you can stop by the Goose Center if you want to talk to a box office staff member in person starting next week, okay. Tuesday through Friday, 1 to 4 p.m. Awesome. Chris? Congratulations on this great lineup that's coming to town. You guys have done a great job with that, as always, as expected. And uh, good luck with uh, kind of navigating all this in this new semi-post-COVID world. Well, we'll come back and give you an update. So awesome. Thank you, great. everybody. That is, uh, that is Chris Hecox with the G-Pack joining us. Lindsay, we're about out of time for this week. But Man, what a week it's been. It's uh, just monumental. I mean, we won awards. We this had opening true. day. It's this been. A, it's. I don't know how next week is going to live up to this week. And it may not, but we're going to try. We're, we're going to try to make it live up. To we're going to do week. our best. I think. I think we can do it. We're going to come in. We're going to, you know, full eyes, clear heart, can't lose. Whatever the saying is. Yeah, there you go. A little, I think it's little, uh, No, I think you nailed it. Okay, I think you nailed it. Dylan, Texas. There you go. There it is. Absolutely. Friday Night Lights. Um. Yeah, we got city council next week. So that's, you, you that's always that. a fun week. That's always a fun week in here. You know, we get to hear from our friends Mayor Anders and Mayor Fuller. I don't think the uh, I don't think there's anything dramatic on Tuesday's agenda, so that's good or bad depending on how you look at They're it. They're not so, going to be meeting for four hours. Uh, yeah, it's really good for Drew Forehand, our board op, who puts the uh, city councils on the air. So that's nice for him. He'll be pumped. So good show, my friend. Good show. Let's do it again next week. Let's do it. We'll be back Monday morning at six o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.